0: This episode of Hot Tag is brought to you by...
1: Man, I feel totally sluggish today. Here, Matty Ice, why don't you try this? What's this? It's a super kick energy drink. It's got more super kicks than a Young Bucks match. (laughs) Bang! This is Axel, the Axeman, and you're listening to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys on the Anchor Podcast app. You're listening to the Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. This podcast is brought to you by the Anchor Podcast app, a fun, easy way to do your podcasts.
0: Where it's a free download and it's simple to use by just clicking buttons and recording your podcast. Welcome back to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys. I am your host with not the most for this week, one half of the world's greatest podcast tag teams, the Beer City Boys, uh, Matty Ice, bringing it to you live and in color, um, episode number 89. So, uh, yeah uh interesting week in wrestling this week uh lots of big things happened i guess um it looks like anyways so um it's been an interesting week for myself um just started a new job so digging on that working second shift so yeah i'm not gonna be able to watch wrestling uh live anymore so um that's kind of a bummer but you know what i can fast forward through all the commercials and all the stuff that I don't want to see. So that is a positive. Um so enough with that. So uh let's get to talk about some wrestling here. Um one of the first um uh, big things is uh Raven's back. He's back in Impact. He made an appearance uh this week in Impact it seems like. So um, that's kind of interesting. I actually thought Raven was doing actually bad health-wise. I thought he was in like a wheelchair or something but I could be mistaken uh, from the picture that I saw he looked pretty decent. Um, so maybe he's doing better. So good luck with that and we'll see what happens. Um, Bandito, he's talking impact. I mean he's trying to make an impact. Uh, trying to make it on the impact roster so that's pretty sweet i know the axe man's pretty excited about that he uh sent me over that info and uh yeah i think he's liking that um other um other big news is um The Bloodline could be expanding. Um, Little bro, Silo, from NXT, uh, looks like he's moving up the main roster and he's going to be part of the Bloodline probably. So that's pretty sweet. So they'll have four members of the Bloodline plus Paul Heyman. So uh, I could see some weird things happening with that. Um, We'll have to talk more about this when the Axeman's around. But I could see Silo, if, if I'm saying his name right, um, with the storyline here is that he could just come in and they could just dominate like the U.S. title and the intercontinental title and unify those belts. So they could just unify all the belts on the bloodline, which – I mean, I don't know if that's getting crazy, but it would just fit the storyline if that happened. Now, that being said, on the WWE pay-per-view last night, as I'm recording this Sunday morning, I wanted to record this uh, today for you guys um, to get any big information that happened on uh, Money in the Bank last night. But uh, Money in the Bank last night, uh, Theory wrestled Bobby Lashley and, uh, for the U.S. title and lost. So Theory lost, dropped the U.S. title, and then my man Adam Pierce named him as Mystery Man in the Money in the Bank ladder match. So, that being said, um, I guess... From what I read, I didn't get to watch it because I got to find my fire stick remote. I should probably do that today um, while I'm home and not doing a whole lot. Um, but um, find that so I can watch pay-per-views and what down in my living room and whatnot instead of uh, watching it out in my garage or trying to go upstairs in my bedroom and watch that. But um Um, it sounded like a good match from what I read, and now uh theory ended up winning the money in the bank for the guy' side of things, so um they've been pushing theory pretty hard um as of late uh the only thing I can think of is that possibly potentially theory. Could cash in at SummerSlam, and with John Cena being back, it could end up being a push between theory and John Cena um, because he could come in and try to cash on SummerSlam and remember John Cena's at sixteen world titles not legitimate world titles like Ric Flair, you know, I mean, Ric Flair's actually a 21-time world champion, according to him, um, which I haven't went back and went through the records, but evidently he's got 21 world titles, uh, WD, WWE just doesn't count some of his world titles, um, but anyways, um, I could see Theory trying to cash in at Money, or at SummerSlam when... John is going up against uh, Roman Reigns, so that means that could create some heat and tension between John Cena and Theory to get those two together because they've been kind of like pushing that subject a little bit um, with some of the stuff that's been going on, um, so that's my take on it, um, I don't know about the Axeman, um, we'll have to touch base on that when he gets back. Uh, from his uh, hiatus vacation. Um, So, I guess um, the next thing to talk about is uh, the uh, Forbidden Door Um, pay-per-view. Sounded like an awesome card. Um, I didn't really look too much into it, but I did catch some of the highlights that, that were on. Um, so the mystery man was, uh, Claudio, a.k.a. Cesaro, um, he made his debut and, uh, took care of business there, so that, that was kind of shocking, um, and, uh, he ended up getting involved in the, um. After the uh, the world title match, the the interim world title match, um, so that's kind of interesting. Um, but uh, one of the big things that came out of that pay per view, I think, was uh, FTR winning the uh, IWGP Tag Titles. Um, it was actually set up. For the Bucks to win the IWGP tag titles. Um but what changed there, I'm not sure. Um but now that sets up for a big match, big rematch between FTR and the Young Bucks. Um Young Bucks are still the AEW tag champs, so and the FT oh, and FTR is the IWGP champs, A champs, and your um, ROH tag champs. So they got three, three belts. Um, say three of the main belts right now in wrestling. So that leads me to believe that they're gonna make a big push between the Young Bucks and FTR. To find out who's the, the best tag team in the world now the Axeman man and myself kind of already touched base on this a little bit um we're hoping that FTR pulls through and beats the the bucks and takes the AEW world titles because I mean let's face it FTR I think has got more going on than the young bucks um FTR has been on the scene for 10 years now I think. I think I saw a post that says in 10 years they've won the NXT titles um Raw titles, SmackDown titles, AEW titles, um ROH title they they won them all. So they won a whole bunch. So I'm really looking forward to seeing where this storyline goes and hopefully ftr comes out with the win because if it's the bucks seriously gonna protest because i can't i i i know i'm probably hating on the young bucks and whatnot i mean but it, it it's just high spots coming out of those guys so i mean yeah it's cool and all but like FTR is old school. I mean, they'll put you in a headlock for 20 minutes and, and work that, you know, or work an arm bar or a leg bar or whatever the case is. Um, so, it, I don't know. To me, FTR, greatest tag team right now. So, but we'll see. Um, now with that, uh, that big match that they had between Adam Cole and... Um, Switchblade. Um, who else was in there? Um, Kuzu, Kuzu, Okada and uh, Hangman, Adam Page. Um, from what i seen, it looked like a really good match. Um, unfortunately, there was a lot of injuries that came out of that pay-per-view. Um, so Adam Cole is out with a shoulder injury and a concussion so wish him all the best of luck with uh his recovery and whatnot um but yeah it it seemed like one heck of a match i kind of wish i would have ordered that pay-per-view and kind of sat down and watched it um but that being said it would have probably been another like five hour show and the Iceman just can't sit through all that wrestling. and He falls asleep instantaneously almost. So, even if it's good. Whew. Excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Um, I'm thinking that it would be nice to kind of continue the story here a little bit with... The four of those guys, Adam Cole, Jay White, um, Okada, and um, Hangman. So, it, it would be nice to like have like Adam Cole and Switchblade like team up or something like that, but they just caused tension between the two of them. So, maybe Adam Cole is going to make a run for Switchblade's IWGP title. So, um, it could be interesting. Um, but then again, is that their friends or whatever, you know, um, it could have been like, okay, well, it's a heat of the moment kind of thing. So like, I'm going to win this title. Cause I mean, that happens when it's two competitive guys, you know, I mean, when you have like the ultimate warrior and Hulk Hogan or whatever, wrestle each other, you know, um, two faces, so it happens from time to time that people just turn in the moment just to try to get a win, so we'll see what happens, um, should be interesting, um, so Moxley is the interim world champion, not a huge surprise, um, I kind of wish that they would have had, like, Okada come in and take the place of that whole match. Um, because I think Okada would have probably been a nice setup for um, the new, are uh, the, the, uh, the match between the interim champion, which would have been Okada and CM Punk. Having a hard time uh talking myself here. So excuse me for the uh the pausing and the thinking and delaying. Um But it should be quite interesting to see what all goes down as far as that's all concerned. Now I'm thinking that um it's gonna be a pretty decent match between um c m punk and um moxley though um they should have a really good showing so we'll we'll see what happens there um Logan Paul actually signed with WWE, by the way, too. I forgot to mention that when we were talking WWE. Um, That could be interesting as far as that's concerned because I think the Paul brothers, I mean, even being YouTube people or whatever the case is, I think they put a lot of uh, heart and soul into whatever they do. I mean, if you look at... Uh Jake Paul or whatever, and his boxing I mean he kind of set him up with the right people you know he set himself up with the right people uh Ryan Garcia is one heck of an athlete, and uh the way they train and whatnot so I mean they're pretty legit boxers, so I mean they might not have a lot of belts underneath their belts, but I mean their training's pretty legit, so um kudos to those guys so um and we'll see where Logan Paul goes um maybe Logan Paul will end up uh being on SummerSlam you never know um but just give that time maybe he'll be in NXT or a little bit um that wouldn't be surprising um yeah continuing on with uh AEW and whatnot Kenny Omega is thinking about being done um, this injury's got him set back, and he's just all sorts kind of beat up. So we will see what happens with that. Um, hopefully Kenny can recover and not be hurting too bad with the recovery process and whatnot. So good luck with that, Kenny. Um, But with that, I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and we will get back to it here in a second.
1: Here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, Matty Ice. I'm kind of hungry. Yeah. You know what? So am I. Let's go get us a pizza or something. Order a pizza in. No. Why would we order a pizza when we could have pile driver Pizza? Comes in four awesome varieties. Pepperoni, sausage and pepperoni, four cheese, and supreme. Ooh, sounds delish. Give me a supreme. All right. Let's go down to the store. And if you guys are hungry too, you can get them in a store near you.
0: Welcome back after that commercial break. Man, that pile driver pizza is good. Anyways, uh, back to things here. Um, Christian Cage came out on Dynamite and with uh, Luchasaurus as like a bad guy. Um, kind of creepy. Um, But cool at the same time, so we'll see where that plays out. Um, I thought that was kind of unique and whatnot, just having Luchasaurus being a bad guy. So um, excited to see where that that goes um, and where they take that. Hopefully they take that to the max, you know. Maybe they'll team them up with somebody big, like almost like a Lance Archer or something like that. Maybe that would be super sweet, I think, having two big men like that. Just running amok. That'd be that'd, that'd probably be pretty awesome, I think. Um, Jay Cargill still doing her thing pretty big. Um, it's interesting to see where she's going and what they're doing with her uh development and whatnot in AEW. Um, I know that uh, it's We talk about it all the time and, like, how it's in comparison to Bill Goldberg and whatnot. I mean, she's not really developed, um, that much, but she's just a brute powerhouse and she's got the physique behind her, the athleticism and all that stuff, so, like, she's, she's legit, um... Hopefully she can get some more matches and whatnot and, like, really shine later on in her years. Um, Unlike Goldberg, I think Goldberg kind of fell down at the wayside with his development. I mean, he was just kind of pushed and, I mean, he ended Bret Hart's career by kicking him in the head. So, um, I don't know. I think that uh, he could have did some better work and, I mean, he's almost killed numerous people on his comebacks, like the Undertaker dropped him on his head and whatnot, so um, yeah, hopefully she she uh, keeps going up and up. Um, looking forward to seeing what she actually does. Like I said, so. Um, what else do I have? Oh, the Blood and Guts. Man. That is just brutal on those guys just doing whatever they want. I mean, it's taking a page from WWE, though. Um, I wish they would stop doing that stuff. I mean, some of the bumps that these guys are taking, they don't need to follow suit with WWE. I mean, Sammy Guevara being thrown off the top of the cage. I mean, they did it in the last one with Jericho. They did it again with this one with Sammy Guevara. Like, yeah, it's a... Sight to see somebody being thrown off the cage, but yet it doesn't need to happen. Um, I mean, all it takes is for somebody to, like, overjudge the distance, and bad things can happen. I mean, you can get hurt, you get killed, whatever the case is. Like, some of that stuff just doesn't need to happen. Because a lot of times, I think AEW is just kind of playing into, um, like, WWE, the past and whatnot with some of their, some of their antics, some of their gimmicks, um, some of their, um, storylines, some of the in-ring acts like they do, like the being thrown off the top of the cage, um, so, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's getting kind of old, I think, in a way, um, Yeah, I, I just I don't understand it, but it is what it is I guess for the most part. Um Yeah, I'm kinda like at a loss, but uh Cesaro and um got up on top of the cage and uh, put one of the two point oh guys into the Sharpshooter and made him tap out while Kingston had Jericho locked in. And uh, Eddie was kind of upset about that, so we'll see where that goes. It kind of seemed like they were okay for the moment, but they really weren't. It seemed like almost as far as like Eddie was concerned. Because he was kind of upset like he had Jericho and he was going to make him tap and whatnot. Kind of wanted that moment, I think. Um, So, we'll see what happens with that and uh, see where things go. That might end up being a little, small little feud or something like that. So, we will definitely see. Um... And blood and guts was just just a bloody mess too um, I'm surprised that they're showing that stuff on TV as far as the the bloods concerned I mean they've been aew's been pushing the envelope with uh with TV and far as match matches wise um I mean it's not really for for kids to watch I mean my my 13-year-old daughter was, like, didn't want to watch it. I mean, it's understandable. I mean, um, it probably wasn't appropriate for her to watch, but, I mean, she, she understands the whole concept and the and whatnot, so that it's that it's all staged and whatnot. So, I mean, but still, if she doesn't want to watch it, then, you know, it's pretty nasty. <laughs> and, uh some of the cuts that these guys are just taking and the bruises. It's just nasty, man. Really nasty. So I don't know. But, um, I think the only other thing that I got as far as information-wise, um, Liv Morgan won the money in the bank and cashed in on Ronda Rousey. Um, That's kind of a shock um, that they cashed in that soon. Um, WWE must be making a big push for um, Liv Morgan. Um, Or Ronda needed something um, to make that happen. Uh, for that big push. So we'll see where Liv Morgan takes it. I mean, kudos to her. She's put in her dues and whatnot. Um, She's the only member of the Riot Squad. still in WWE, I think, Um, as far as I know. So um, it'll be exciting to see where it takes her because, I mean, she's been doing really good. She's been doing some good things. On her own as of late, Um, good storylines with her. Um, So yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see where everything goes and where it takes her. Hopefully, uh, it takes her to a main event kind of spotlight, like some of the rest of the the gals on Raw and SmackDown. So like a Charlotte Flair or something like that, or round a Ronda Rousey, or even a, um, um, um uh, what is her name? Um, Bianca Belair, I'm sorry, had a brain fart, watching my con- watch my dog, uh, <laughs> get hot feet on my deck. So, sun's shining. It's kind of a nice day out. So, out here doing the podcast for you guys. Keeping my dog occupied. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's quite an event. I'm sure there's more topics that I haven't touched on. Um, But that theory thing... Interested, interested to see where that thing goes, and uh, if they push the John Cena theory thing um, at uh, SummerSlam, because I think that would be a good storyline between the two of them. Because it's kind of come out to where Austin Theory is kind of like the John Cena of present day right now. So um, we'll see if my theory uh, plays out. <laughs> I'm sure the Axe man might uh, think that as well, possibly, potentially, once uh, we talk about it. So, the only other thing that I got for you guys is that um, USC pay-per-view last night, I'm going to butcher his last name, but uh, Israel Ad-Sahan or something like that, look him up. Um just look up uh, the Undertaker, Israel, UFC fighter, um, Israel Undertaker entrance. It was pretty cool. He, uh, he came out to the music, had a hat, had an urn, walked real slow like the Undertaker, had his big pauses and whatnot. It was pretty cool. And that Vince, Stephanie, Triple H, and Pat McAfee were in the building for the pay-per-view last night um so that's pretty interesting and also Jim Ross and Tony Khan were at the paper at the UFC pay-per-view too so I don't know um could we be looking at something that um some kind of coexistence between the two brands um that might be interesting if they uh they try to work something out between the two brands, that, that, would, uh, that would be pretty sweet. I mean, um, if everybody just kind of worked together back like in the Territory days, I know that we talked about it many, many times in the past, but um, hearing about those two being in the same building at the same time um, kind of makes you want to think. I mean, can it, can it actually happen? Can WWE hook up with other companies like AEW and put on shows? I know that um, the WWE side is a lot of production. Um, AEW is just kind of running run wild with uh, independent guys that really aren't um, TV trained. I mean, we do. they do have a lot of talent backstage that has been in the business, has been in the WWE system. Um, so, coaching and training these independent guys, um, so, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if that actually happens. I mean, Stephanie's taking over the reins right now, um, Vince is taking a step back with his legal situations going on, and, um... Triple H is back running NXT, where he belonged. I don't, I don't know about uh, the whole thing as far as uh, Triple H's health concerns and whatnot, and why he got uh, sent down. So, um, I think obviously Triple H is kind of somewhat back to normal. See, we'll say, um, as far as health-wise, I think. So, only time will tell to see what happens with all their products. So, exciting time in wrestling, guys. Exciting time in wrestling, I think. Um... We'll just wait and see what happens with everything and take her from there. So, well, on that note, people, I'll let you guys take care of business with your personal lives. And uh, thanks for joining me on this podcast. I know it might be a little lame just hearing me talk. Man will be with us in uh, two weeks. Um, well, actually, he's, he's with us next week. Um we just uh, pre-recorded an episode. So hopefully you guys like that one. And uh, yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Later.
1: Follow us on Twitter at BeerCityBoys1. That's the number one not spelled out. BeerCityBoys1.
0: If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hot tag podcast two thousand twenty
1: at gmail dot com hot, hot tag, tag out, out.